Hi everyone, my name is Nitika Goel. I'm the CMO of Zenov and the host for your podcast today. Today I have with me a very, very distinguished guest, DGP Shivanand, who has an illustrious career that is truly fearless. A key part of being a leader is having the ability to understand what you can face and what you can't, and then the belief in self to be fearless. I have one such leader with me who's walked the talk who's done it again and again and again. And we want to explore how we can learn from him and translate that into the context of our lives, our businesses, and also our own priority. You mentioned early on that you had different careers. You were a professor that went on to write your UPSC and then has now become a top cop. And now you're a speaker and a person doing good for the community and a nation builder, I would call you. How have those different career shifts happened and why? I work as uh, 10 uh, companies, corporates. I work as an independent director. Then I work for 15 NGOs uh, free of cost as a trustee. One NGO is my own roti bank where we have served 95 lakh meal free of cost. I earn money for that and then uh, I feed 95 lakhs of uh, beef. Then other 14 NGOs also I'm working. For example, one is PCGT. That is public concern for good governance by run by Mr. Julio Ribeiro. I'm a trustee there. So I give time for such things. Then I also uh, have written a, a, a bestseller called Chanakya Seven Secrets of Leadership. And I write it regularly a column in the newspapers like Indian Express, Hindustan Times, uh, Free Press Journal and things like that. So I run a company also called Securus First India Private Limited. And uh, then uh, I also do all these things. So it is not that you are doing only one thing at one time. You can be very useful to the society by uh, multitasking. Now going back to your question, I did work as a professor of economics from uh, 74 to 76 in the University of uh, uh, Madras. But then I got tired of teaching the same Adam Smith and Paul uh, Smith and things like that. So I was bored actually. So I said, let us do a adventurous life, you know, dull life to one on So I appeared for the UPSC and in the first attempt, I got IPS. I think somebody from the above heard my wanting to become uh, a roller coaster ride in life. They said, Tatastu, I became an IPS officer. So after that, having joined the IPS, uh, the roller coaster ride never stopped. Now I'm retired. 11 years I'm retired. Still the roller coaster ride is going on. So that way, life, what you make out of your life is your own choice. So a lot of people ask me, at the age of 60, people retire and they wither away, they grow gray and then uh, uh, they say, nobody is listening to me. Now, how you are going to uh, make others listen and how you are going to be relevant to the economy, to the income tax, to the GST, all of them are sending me notices all the time. That means I'm earning money, you know. So that way, if you make your life interesting, it is in your hand. So mine is an interesting life. life. Do you think it's an innate characteristic of self or is it something it, that you learn with time? It is not innate. No, that is not. I wouldn't say it is innate character. But you do learn as you run. Like uh, Neera Chopra, I'm sure, has been working for the last 15, 20 years, 15 years minimum. To grow into this level, it doesn't happen in one day. But he does run into a lot of people and uh, imbibe those uh, qualities and they uh, become excellent in their life. So all these characteristics, the leadership qualities which I'm uh, uh, telling you, 
can be cultivated by somebody who is a nobody. If you ask me frankly, when I before I became a professor, I was a nobody from zero to hundred. You can take off not in a short time. It does take for me it took forty fifty years to come up to this level. So I think I can summarize it very effectively. At least if my understanding is correct, just tell me. So zero to hundred really is a choice. It's just a choice to be able to experiment, take those micro risks you talked about. Exactly. It is your life. It is in your hands. Nobody else can chisel out your career. You chisel out. You reach out to be the Sundar Pichai or Satya Nadella or Indra Nui or somebody like that. It's in your hands. So you spoke about something which was extremely profound about being fearless. Now fearless is very easy to say, but it's very difficult to do. So what do you think is in the DNA of a person who is fearless? All people have inbuilt fear. The outward appearance does show that he is fearless. Inside, fear has to be there. Fear would be there. It is utter foolish not to be afraid of something which has to be afraid of. So you can't say I am fearless and go and bang your head against a stone wall. You'll break your head. So you have to have a stone wall. You have to scale it and go and jump over that. You can't be banging your head and breaking the stone wall. That is not fearlessness. Fearlessness, which I have described today, is a calculated, well-practiced risk-taking ability. So anybody skiing in those difficult areas or anybody doing all those uh, uh, varieties of fiats, F-E-A-T-S, are the ones who have practiced it million times. For example, Mark Spitz, the swimming champion of the Olympics, when he got eight uh, gold medals, Someone went and told him, I Mark, no, it's a uh, lucky day for you. He said, he looked up to him and said, lucky day, my bloody foot. I worked for 10,000 hours in this water, cold and hot, and I, I practiced. After I practiced, I got uh, eight gold medal. And one more fellow came called uh, Phillips, uh, Phelps, no, Phelps, Phelps yeah. uh, P-H-E-L-P-S, no, Phelps. He got nine gold medals. So it is not that you are sleeping on your uh, uh, raw silk cotton uh, bed and somebody comes and gives you a gold medal and says, you're lucky day. You know, that is not true. You have to slog. There is a book on the, the outliers uh, by Malcolm Gladwell. He says, unless you practice 10,000 hours, uh, either continuously or with break, you can't become a maestro. So we want to become a master of violin or uh, anything or uh, piano or anything or even shooting or uh, anything. You have to practice 10,000 hours. Then only you become a prodigy. So, so, sir, I'll come back to that, right? Where you're talking about practice and lots of times, the situations that you're going into are unknowns and variables. And I'll use that parallel in the... Exactly. There is we get up and don't know where we go or where we land up. I can as well land up in the mortuary. So how do you prepare for the unknown? See, we are preparing for the worst in the police. If you are talking of police, we are trained to prepare for the worst. For example, if the prime minister's visit is there, everything can go wrong. You know, somebody could be shot and there could be chaos. People could be running skelter and there can be stampede. For all these things, we have plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D. So all these things we go prepared and we have to 
plug every expected loophole and pray after doing all these things and pray God saying that oh God you know by the end of the day I should go home and sleep I should not be ending up in jail or in the barchivari or anywhere like that it can happen like for example day for us today one DYSP I think in 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 uh, Haryana or some place he was doing against mafia he did something the mafia the truck driver drove the over here yeah yeah there was also another ASP assistant super the police that means the 25 year old and the IPS officer in Madhya Pradesh against the sand mafia he did something like that they drove the truck and killed him now a 25 year old IPS officer never would have imagined that he is going to be killed his life can't be snuffed out like that so madam in the police or in anything we have to plan for the unexpected if everything is going to be hunky dory then why do we have all these uh, these people who are telling prophecy and uh, telling uh, yeah, they read this read this read that all that they do all those people will be jobless from a mindset perspective we think linearly as human beings very often we don't think exponentially so today if we are driving a cycle it's not like tomorrow we'll say we'll fly the cycle to mars you can we can eventually Somebody but there you people yeah. will be able to think like that yeah. so most people and an everyday leader we don't necessarily think that far out we solve for the unknowns till where we have foresight so how do you start thinking very long term very big unknown madam very... uh, i have read uh, this uh, novels by jules verne we are ready this is a man who thought about various things you know 100 years 10, ago 10000 years under the sea or something right yeah, jules verne uh, is a scientific uh, novel a writer so uh, let us say um, uh, the guys who invented the airplane or the guys who invented insulin or penicillin or various other things like that and much more is happening today so we have to be prepared for the unknown and we have to be ready like so many companies which were doing so well have gone out of business Correct. because innovation change and all those things have changed so unless you are running faster than the others you will be run over by the truck which is coming behind <laughs> you have to run faster than the truck which is running behind you business or police or ias or ips we have to think like that so what are your top 3 tips for any leaders who are looking to prepare for the unknown? all the leaders who are preparing to become leaders have to be humble to start with the book is by uh, jim collins all of them can read five qualities they inter- he interviewed 1465 level 5 leaders of indra nuyi and sundar pichai that type people who earned uh, millions in uh, seconds that type of people he invest he, he inquired checked and uh, uh, then came to the conclusion that they suffer from insatiable uh, honesty and uh, humility and innovativeness and uh, uh, transformational leadership and things like that so the first thing is to be humble and then uh, be very honest today if you ask any youngsters if you are asking me to give a tip to all the youngsters in the corporate world or in the college or anywhere you have to work hard and you have to take a risk and unless you take a risk and also work hard and be honest why are the police commissioners getting arrested in mumbai can you believe ever you are talking to a police commissioner of mumbai after i retired and after one or two other other one or two commissioners retired everyone is getting into some rap or the other why is it happening because they are not honest they are not honest to the job honest uh, uh, financially or otherwise and things like that so honest and hard working two very important traits 
when talking to you, you also mentioned something very interesting. We get inspired. We get inspired by what we see, sometimes inspired by what we read, sometimes inspired by what we do ourselves. And we see the consequences of our action and that makes us do more. So who inspires you or what inspires you? A child who is laughing continuously inspires me. Uh, a dog which is uh, giving you unconditional love inspires me. And um, the doctors who are treating people absolutely selflessly, they inspire me. And of course, in the police service, my own seniors who are all absolutely positive role models, they, they did inspire me. But as I would say, you can't get one role model in one package. You have to pick up each quality from each person and put it in yourself. You become a role model and others may or may not uh, take you as a role model. So that's a very fascinating thing. You talked about role models, but are role models always positive? Role models are supposed to be positive. Otherwise, they are not qualified to become a role model. Correct, no matter? Correct. As long as they are inspirational, transformational, they are fantastic. And they do well, speak well, dress well, and conduct themselves well, success in everything. Unless all these things are there, no um, bikari that is a beggar sitting on the road and asking for arms can give you a lecture. Say that money is nothing, you know, life is very mirage and nothing, no use of making money. But if this is told by tomorrow, Adani or Ambani, that there is no need to chase money, I'll believe him. <laughs> Because they are the ones who have born there, they have done it. But if a Bikari is going to tell me money is of no value, they don't need to earn money, I will not believe him. So that way, role models have to be like that part of They have done it, they have gone there, they have been role models, they have walked the talk as you rightly said earlier. So unless you are that, nobody is going to waste your time. Today, people are, as I said earlier, fact checking everything. Did When I say Henry Ford said this, they immediately check. <laughs> My own daughters, whenever I say something, they quietly check from below the table and say, Dad, what you said is not right. <laughs> you know? You made a fascinating commentary, I think, when you were talking earlier, is where you talked about the construct of learning from somebody, learning what not to do. From negative, somebody. negative role model. Yeah. Negative role model. Yeah. So, what is... Not that this, thinking is, this, is, this is, you know, when we are talking of positivity... When you are talking of Amrit, can we talk of poison? So if it is offered there, so would you be offering to take this or that? So obviously the answer is that you will be taking Amrit and not the poison. So when you have role model, role model, role model, like my life was being shaped, chiseled by those people who are role models, there does uh, an element creep in where there is a man who was negative. He was corrupt. He was uh, speaking very... Uh, arrogantly, insultingly, ill-treated the people, ill-treated the police force, all that was there. But under him, I was trained and also one more officer. One more officer picked up all his qualities, started crushing people, taking money from them, all that he was doing. I stood there in admiration, saying that when I become this level, I am not going to do this. So every day I took a notebook and wrote that Aj he did this. Today he did this. I am not going to do that. This is what I thank him. I really thank him. I, I'm not uh, saying anything disparaging about him. That is his chosen way of life. My chosen way of life is what has made uh, what I am today. So I, in great admiration, in with all gratitude and thankfulness, I say that negative role model did help me to become what I am. That is 
fascinating and fantastic. The last question that I have for you, you in the beginning of this podcast mentioned that you work on multiple things. How do you make and prioritize your time? As a leader, that's going to be a very critical. Ma'am, if you read Robin Sharma, he says very clearly, if you get up one hour earlier than what you are, uh, what you are getting up from now, let's say if you're getting up six o'clock, get up at five o'clock, he says you get 365 hours in a year extra. Now, what do you do with it? You have to do something useful. So if that is it, you have to prioritize yourself saying that what is good, what is productive, what is wrong, what will take me up, what will take me below. Is it the welfare of my people, my police force, my men or the ordinary people like that? For example, I prioritize that in my retired life, I'm going to not allow people to waste food. When you have a banquet and people eat very little, everybody is very worried about that diet and the size zero. So that food which is wasted, can I on a phone call send a vehicle, collect it and feed the poor? That is how my roti bank started. Now the COVID came, risk taking came and I started the cooking food. Today we are giving, we have, we have given, giving like, we have given 95 lakh of me, lakhs of me. Five more lakhs, I'll be in the Kroorpati. Yes. So that is a good thing to do. So that is how, madam, we have to grow. We have to do multitasking. In multitasking also, so if I can leave a board meeting and uh, um, uh, come to uh, give an inspirational speech, which one do I prefer? That's um, um, a small amount of money you get from there or inspiring 200, 300 people. What is your priority? So is there money, little money which is more important to you or inspiring people is more important to you or even for that matter getting inspired? Even if I'm not the speaker, if I'm going to listen to, say, an Edward De Bono, lateral thinking, or somebody, do I take leave from my job and go on free of cost and listen to that kind of, you know? I've heard Edward, um, Tom, Tom Peters, uh, Edward De Bono, or uh, uh, all these guys, uh, uh, Alvin Toffler, all these guys I've heard. So I'm investing money. I was a cop. So I entry was free. I just used to go and listen and come back. There's $1,000 per day per head. But then... You have to prioritize, take that, what am I doing? Is it investing in myself, investing in others, making others? See, for example, when I was doing Bombay Police, uh, Bombay Police, Tane Police work, I told you I saw a school where only uh, 92, 82 children were there after 85 years of existence. I said, let us change. Within one year, I collected money from public, not from the government, and built a school of 70,000 square feet. And we built it in a record time. And then from 82, in three years flat, it became 3,000. I request everyone to visit www.hanepoliceschool.com. D-H-A-N-E, policeschool.com. You can see, they get only first class of distinction year after year from 2006 to, to uh, 2022. No second class or no failure. That, but is, that is something we get prioritized. That is a fabulous way and a segue on leadership. I think you talked about multiple different constructs. We talked about prioritization. We talked about learning, learnability. We talked about being able to be fearless and to be able to just enjoy the process of what you're doing. Like you said, life is a roller coaster and just enjoy the ride. So You have to enjoy the ride wearing your straps. Secure yourself. Otherwise, roller coaster can toss you anywhere. Yeah. So all the risk-taking I talked about has to be done by people who have practiced, who are ready. Otherwise, uh, anybody can go and do any uh, risk-taking job and your uh, uh, neck could be severed from your body. Correct. So be, take care. 
and then do whatever is is right and rise 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 above and shine thank you so much thank you very much thank you sir thank you bye